Welcome, everyone. It's Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, along with Glenn Macknell on this Thursday as the Eagles prepare for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we have a great show for you today. We've got some bold predictions from Glenn, right? Yeah, sure. We are going to have Brandon Graham in studio. Having a great year. Isn't he a, to- isn't he he is, a good player? He is really getting the opportunity this year to show what he's got. It's the best year of his career, I believe, so far. In the whole rejiggered offense or defense, excuse me, in defensive line. Always an interesting guy, too. Yeah, and a fun guy. And oh, yeah. he's been really physical on the field. And we're also going to go behind enemy lines and talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers who are on top of all the power rankings in the NFL. On top of mine. But we've also got Glenn's bold predictions, three of them, and that's the highlight of my week. Always. So, but first, let's get you caught up on everything happening with the Philadelphia Eagles. Alex Smith and our Eagles 360 update. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith and this is your 360 update. Today at the NovaCare Complex, we heard from Eagles defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, who discussed how the Eagles do have to pay a lot of attention to wide receiver Antonio Brown on Sunday, but if they pay too much attention to him, he knows that the Steelers have other ways to move the ball on offense. If we concentrate too much on 84, and he's gonna get a lot of our attention for sure, but there's a lot of other guys that can make us play. We're going to have to play a good total team um, game. We're going to have to play total team defense. It's not just going to be about stopping one guy. There's a lot of other matchups that we need to win in this game. Meanwhile, on the offensive side of the ball, the Eagles know that they will face a true test in Pittsburgh's defense. Today we heard from wide receivers Nelson Aguilar and Jordan Matthews on how they're preparing for that challenge. They're, you know, very respected defense, obviously great players on their uh, team. They have great linebackers. They have great secondary. Obviously, you know, they're a very special football team. And what we're going to do is we're going to go out there we're going to play a hard football game. The thing that they do best, they try and keep everything in front of them, you know, live zone. So they're going to they're going to force you to beat them with long drives. And, you know, NFL, people love taking shots. You can take shots that demoralize the defense. Teams aren't gashing them, you know, for long games, and that's exactly what the defense wants. So it's on us to be consistent. It's on us to be able to say, okay, let's go down. We get like five-yard hitches, slants. You're getting tackled. Don't worry about it. That's what we need. We just got to keep having drives like that. And finally here today at the NovaCare Complex was the Santander Media Field Goal Challenge, in which I came to tie for fifth place, making two of my kicks. Thank you very much. The winner for the second time in three years was Elliot Shore Parks of NJ.com, who got to make a donation of $2,500 to the school of his choice. For all of our locker room coverage from today and all of the press conference sound from today as well, stay right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the official Eagles mobile app. Thanks so much, Alex. At 2-0, the Eagles are defying many of what the experts predicted in this season. An expert is sitting right next to me, and the question I have for you, Glenn, does 2-0 and now change your perspective of this football team? A little bit, and it's 2-0 and in that you did it with the rookie quarterback. It's what you've accomplished. It's the number, and it's how you got there. Dave, there's a real good chance the Eagles have played their two easiest opponents of the year. Let's not lie to ourselves. But they've looked good doing it. The offense is, geez, a revelation, you know, and uh, the defense can stop people. It's a tough match this week. they got a couple of tough ones in the middle of the schedule. But if you can go 4-2 and two in the division, you can win in Detroit, you can get a couple of these other wins, division's there, baby. Already penciling in the victories, talking about an NFC Very light pencil. Title. Very yeah, absolutely. Light well, pencil. things change. Minnesota mm-hmm. looked great on Sunday night, and then they lose Adrian Peterson in their left tackle as well. Now it's not so great. So things change. 
And that's why it's fun in the NFL. All right, fun coming your way on Eagles 360 when we return defensive end Brandon Graham. A defensive end, then a linebacker, and now a defensive end who's playing really good football. He joins me in studio. You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Psst, dude, what's the password, man? <laughs> oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. <laughs> NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. One discovery sparks another, lighting the way for amazing achievements at Jefferson's Vicki and Jack Farber Institute for Neuroscience. With our brightest minds focused on yours, we are pioneering new hope to prevent, treat, and cure brain and spine disorders. From the nation's first brain tumor removal to the region's first neuroscience hospital, look to us for breakthroughs that are light years ahead. Right checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, withdrawal, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank. We welcome you into the studio, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with defensive end Brandon Graham. Proud, I'm proud of you, Brandon, because you've been a defensive end. You've been a linebacker, and now you're a defensive end again. And I wonder how it's all gone, how you've made the transitions back and forth and back again. Uh, I just tell myself it's football, you know, and um, with anything, if you give me a year to prepare for it, I mean, I think I can do it. And I was just happy to be able to show my worth as far as converting to an outside linebacker because, you know, I played linebacker all the way up to college, and then I gained a lot of weight, and they moved me to defensive end. And my first time going back was actually – uh, when Chip came, so. Right. Is yeah. it, are you feel more natural with your hand down or standing up? Uh, more natural hand down, you know, getting off that rock and, um, you know, just trying to stay in the backfield as much as I can. And, you know, uh, for me, this year, I've really been really watching everything I eat. I mean, man, I've been feeling good out there. I'm just, I just want to be able to go hard all the time and no matter the situation. So tell me about your diet now. What have you what have you eliminated from your diet? Well, I don't eat past 6.30. Okay. You know, nothing. Uh, nothing. Drink water? I drink water, that's it. Like, just drink fluids and stuff like that before I go to bed. And, um, you know, if I want to have a, a – sometimes I give, like, fruit and stuff like that, but nothing crazy, nothing that can make me fool to want to go to sleep, and, make me want to go to sleep. And what has changed – has it changed your body? Is it – Allows you to sleep better? Has it made you feel more alert? What's it done for you? Uh, I don't be as sore as I used to be. I yeah. feel like carrying that weight kind of put, I mean, you know, all the aches and pains come from, you know, extra weight uh, on your bones and joints and stuff like that. So for me, I think that helped me out a whole lot. Coming right. in on Tuesdays, I don't feel as bad as I used oh, to. Oh, that's great. Even after a Monday night game, you felt okay? Oh, yeah, I yeah. feel good. Even that practice today. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. so, so the key to getting off the ball is mm -hmm. what? Uh, just finding something to look at. That, that and once it trigger, you know, you get off the ball, and that just comes with time. As far as, you know, every day we work get offs and work, and we always looking at certain things of the ball that kind of give you signs. And then sometimes the man 
kind of jumps. I don't know if you ever noticed, like, JP and Lane sometimes jumping early. Look, jumping early. So sometimes if I know my opponent, I'll go off the man because I know they're they trying to get off the ball just as fast as me. Brandon, I, I thought on Monday night against Chicago, first play of the game, you came crashing down the line of scrimmage and made the stop on the running play. And I thought that really kind of set the tone for everything. You really like to be the one to go out and, and make things happen early, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because I know I, I feed off the energy, too, uh, when somebody else make a play. So I always challenge myself, why can't it be me? And I go out there, and a lot of people is looking for me to make plays, so I just want to go out there and deliver and help this team win. 2-0 football team. Good mm -hmm. team, right, Eagles? Yeah, real good Feel team. good about this team? I feel real good about this team. You know, uh, I was, like I said before, I was happy, you know, now that Carson got the job because he just looked like a natural. He looks comfortable. He kind of, you know, already grasped the offense and stuff like that. And I knew this defense. I mean, once we started practicing and stuff like that, it's like we've been together for years uh, and making calls. And I mean, it's a lot of stuff that we've been missing in the back end, man, that I'm happy about because we always had the front seven, but we all just was kind of out of whack as far as communication, and I, I think we're good because we're on one page. And so there's another really good football team coming to town on Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm -hmm. Is this the kind of game that you say we're going to find out just how good we are? Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy because we really do have to play good teams in order to get respect, and uh, for us, this is a good challenge for us, and I'm going to make sure that I do my part as far as prepare well and continue to keep doing what we've been doing. That's putting one day at a time and, and going out there and working hard in practice. And everything I'm telling you in practice usually carry over to the game. So, I mean, I'm just happy that we got a team full of guys that just want to get better and no no eye guys. The key to bringing, bringing Big Ben down, six feet five, 250 pounds, what do you do to bring him down? Because he's not that easy to bring I mean, down. You, you bear hug a guy like that and just had a, had a rush blow the whistle, you know, if you get a hold of him. But, I mean, in that moment, you, you feel like you play football and you're strong enough. But I've been there, and Ben is, ben is real good at shaking people off and, and keeping his eyes downfield. And one thing I, I will say, when you take that arm away, you know, as far as his throwing arm, then, you know, that's when you got him. But it, it's, it's rare because uh, he's, a, he's a big body. <laughs> Go back to 2008. Steelers mm -hmm. came to Lincoln Financial Field. Eagles sacked him, I think, nine times. Dawkins comes flying in, makes the play at the end of the game. Eagles win 15-6. to six. Mm -hmm. Go watch the film. Yeah, I'm going to go watch that film. Brandon Graham. Thanks, man. Thank Brandon you. Graham in studio here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by RICO. RICO makes information work for the Philadelphia Eagles. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. No one can stop me when I taste the feeling. Nothing could ever bring me down. Nothing could ever bring me down. Taste the I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I step to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. 
to my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. We welcome you back. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Macnow. It's Eagles 360. We come your, your way Monday through Friday. We've got a big one on Sunday, 425 start. We've got coverage all through the day and the, and the evening and the night and everything. It's Eagles-Steelers. It's our Over final game before, 3 I'm before the game. It's the last game before the bye week, so we're really charged up here at the NovaCare Complex. I'm very excited now to hear Glenn Macnow give us three bold predictions. Are we keeping track on the first two weeks? Yeah, I think I'm 10 for 10. Absolutely. Well, the first one was season, so okay. those, will, those okay. will pan out. Five for five then. Three bold predictions from Glenn Macknell. The other two will come your way during our kickoff show on Sunday. All right, here you go. Number one, two sacks max. The Steelers do a lot of things very well on defense, but what they haven't done yet is get to the quarterback. Two games, one sack, no yards. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Where's Kevin Green? Where's uh, mean James, Joe Green. Where, where's Joey mean Porter? Joe where's Joey Porter? <laughs> mean Joe Green is on a couch somewhere watching these. <laughs> yeah. Things. Listen, the Eagles line still have Lane Johnson for now. They're still, uh, they've done a relatively good job of protecting the quarterback. I think this week they will give up no more than two sacks to the Steelers. That's a big deal. Okay. That's All Glenn right. McNeil's number one prediction. Number two. All right, number two. I always like to give you kind of the guy who'll get you, and I don't like to go with the obvious one. So I'm going to give you a guy who. I know it, it, before the season, he was very hot late-round sleeper in fantasy football, and I think he may be that guy. And that is Sammy Coates. Yes, they have Ben Roethlisberger and D'Angelo Williams and Antonio Brown, but Sammy Coates, 23-year-old receiver, second season, 92 yards on two catches last week. He's averaging 38.5 yards a catch. We know the Eagles are a little vulnerable to the deep pass. We've seen that in the first few games. Sammy Coates is going to be the guy who's going to hurt you. So, in your theory, yes. I'm following this, because last week the Bengals double-teamed Antonio Brown. Yes. Leaving Sammy Coates open, and yes. the Steelers made the pay. Do you see the Eagles double-teaming Antonio Brown on Sunday? What, of course. Okay. I mean, what, what can you do? Sammy Coates, who was the target of Landry Jones' preseason pass that Nolan Carroll intercepted and took to the house. Right. That matters nothing. That doesn't matter this okay. week. Right. That's, Number three. He's, he's going to be a guy. Number three. <laughs> You can get Pittsburgh to help you. And here's how you can get Pittsburgh to help you. Their defense, listen, it's a very good defense. They stop the run, and it's going to be very difficult. But they get a lot of penalties their defense. 100-plus yards in penalties in the first two games already on their defense. Uh, pass interference they do. Roughing the quarterback they do. They're good at that one. Uh, <laughs> they, got, they got an unsportsmanlike conduct in one of the games so far. A horse collar penalty already this year. Let them help you because they will, Pittsburgh's defense will get at least 50 yards in penalties just on their defense, sustain some Eagles drives. Yeah. Bold prediction right there. That's a good bold prediction. Eagles could use some help on third downs. They've yep. been very good, obviously perfect on fourth downs. And that's a good one, Glenn. I like that. Let's get, let's get the Steelers agitated. Write these down, Dave. I have. Next week, or when I see you next, yes. you can praise these. I will. Glenn Mack now, three of his bold predictions. You can hear the other two. On the kickoff show on Sunday on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and our official Eagles app. Okay? We've got some things to get to here on Eagles 360, a progress report on a seventh-round draft pick who's making an impact with his Eagles defense. But when we return, we go behind enemy lines 
It's time to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers from their perspective. You say crazy, I say crafted. You say savage, I say practiced. Crazy, crafted, savage, practiced. Let's run that whole thing back. You say unbelievable, I say achievable. You say incredible, I say inevitable. Unbelievable, achievable, incredible, inevitable. Let's run that whole thing back. Carbs to compete, electrolytes to replenish. You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Psst, dude, what's the password, man? <laughs> oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. <laughs> NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. You feel better about the food on your table when you know the meat is sourced from family farmers and is spiced using handcrafted seasonings. That's why our family is proud to provide the variety you want at your deli, including no antibiotics ever and organic meats. This is what we were founded on. Because at Dietz & Watson, we've always believed in quality above all else. Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack now with you. It's Eagles 360. Time now to throw it over to Chris McPherson, who is with MissyMatthewsSteelers.com. It's behind enemy lines. The Battle of Pennsylvania takes place this Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. And to preview the matchup here on Behind Enemy Lines, presented by Gatorade, we're pleased to be joined by Missy Matthews, reporter and host for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Missy, the Steelers have been without two of their key players on offense in Le'Veon Bell and Martavis Bryant, but the offense has been just as explosive, leading the Steelers to a 2-0 start. Why has that been the case? Well, I think you start with the quarterback, number seven, Ben Roethlisberger. Coach Tomlin has said it time and time again, as you can imagine, our entire offseason, training camp, preseason, even in the regular season, we get a lot of questions about that. And if you have number seven, you always feel good about it, not to mention some of the other playmakers that you have on offense. Antonio Brown, sure, didn't put up the numbers that we're used to seeing him do in week two against the Cincinnati Bengals. But without Le'Veon Bell, the Steelers for the second year in a row are relying on 11-year vet D'Angelo Williams. He is currently leading the league in rushing yards. Oldest player in NFL history to rush for 200-plus yards in the first two games. He's just been a complete workhorse. Staff really likes him, Ben likes him, and it's keeping the offense balanced. If AB's, you know, getting double teamed and they're taking him out of the game, they can be very patient with the run game. And D'Angelo has proven for the second straight year he has what it takes to be a starting back. Missy, you mentioned Antonio Brand, and I'm sure he's going to be the focal point for Jim Schwartz and company this Sunday. Can you speak about Eli Rogers and Sammy Coates, the young receivers? Does Ben Roethlisberger have enough trust in those guys yet? Oh, most definitely. You saw it week one, especially with Eli Rogers. This is a guy who missed his entire rookie season. Not to mention he was undrafted, but Todd Haley, Ben Roethlisberger saw something in Eli, especially this offseason when he was healthy and ready to go. We saw that trust start to develop in training camp. He helps take away from A.B., which is good because sometimes you need to have that. And the same thing with Sammy Coates. He's had some ups and downs and 
since the preseason. He had a few fumbles. Obviously, this last game against the Bengals, Ben kept trying to go deep to him. It didn't work a few times, but then there were a few times that it really worked. That's something being a second-year wide receiver. Ben knows it. Sammy knows it. Sammy just needs to be more consistent. He needs to be more physical. He needs to fight for the ball. The other thing that we're watching in Pittsburgh this week is the status of wide receiver Marcus Wheaton. Last year against the Seattle Seahawks, they were completely able to take A.B. out of the game. Marcus Wheaton put up 200-plus yards. He has not played in a preseason game yet. He has not played in a regular season game, but he was a full participant on Wednesday. He had some full practices last week, so they're hoping to maybe work him back into the offense at some point this week. Now, Missy, I'm sure you've heard in Pittsburgh about Carson Wentz and the job that he's done in his first two games in his NFL career, and there have been a lot of comparisons between Wentz and Ben Roethlisberger there in Pittsburgh. How do you think the Steelers defensively, led by second-year coordinator Keith Butler, plan to try to confuse him knowing the Steelers are going to be aggressive and to try to get the rookie quarterback off course a little bit? Well, I had a chance to already talk to Keith Butler this week, and he called Carson Wentz, quote, a very cool customer. Uh, he was very impressed with his performance the first two weeks, as was Coach Tomlin. But I don't think this is going to be the situation where the Steelers' defense is going to try to change what they've been able to build on in these first two weeks. The defense was sort of a problem in 2015. There were a lot of moving parts, a lot of injuries. Things just weren't meshing well under Keith Butler's first year. But this year, there's more continuity. They've invested some high draft picks, and I think the Steelers are going to continue to build on the first two weeks. Of course, you have to plan for a rookie quarterback. Do you want to, do you want to blitz a lot? Do you want to try to make him uncomfortable? But they've been having really good success in terms of their run defense and their red zone defense, so they need to focus on what has been working. Tweak it, of course. It's going to be a week-by-week -week thing but I don't think they're going to stray too far away from what we've seen so far. Missy Matthews, reporter and host for the Pittsburgh Steelers, thank you very much for taking us behind enemy lines presented by Gatorade here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks so much, Chris. Thanks so much, Missy. And the Steelers, Glenn, let's, they are a formidable opponent. This is the, the litmus test. It's the real test. Yeah. It's the first real test you have. Listen, before the year we make predictions, they mean what they mean. I put the Steelers in the Super Bowl, and nothing has happened that I would change that opinion. But you're home, and you're going to have a good crowd, and you've got some momentum, so maybe, just maybe. I just, I think the Steelers are really good. I just, Alejandro Villanueva is their left tackle. Hey, he's come on nicely. Jeez. I know. You remember when he was here, yeah, and he was kind of struggling and learning, right, playing the other side of the ball. He's a real success story for yeah. them. Another success story is going to be the subject of our progress report when we return to Eagles 360. We're going to get you caught up on everything happening between now and the game. And a progress report on Jalen Mills' seventh-round draft pick could be a starter on Sunday against the most potent offense in the NFL. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by McDonald's. Mix and match any two for just $2.50 on McDonald's McPick 2 menu. Choose from a McDouble, McChicken sandwich, six-piece chicken McNuggets, or small fries. I'm loving it. Golden outside or fluffy inside? Deep pockets or delicious ridges? Tasty egg or savory bacon? Experience Dunkin's new Belgian waffle breakfast sandwich. It's not this or that. It's all of it. America runs on Dunkin'. Simply write checking from Santander Bank.
Just make one deposit, payment, withdrawal, or transfer each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Introducing Dunkin's new cold brew coffee. Steeped slowly in cold water for small batches with an ultra smooth, full body flavor. Discover the craft of cold brew today and keep on. America runs on Dunkin'. Our final segment here on Eagles 360, Dave and Glenn. We're going to throw it over now to Mike Quick and Ike Reese. A little progress report on Jalen Mills, who came out of nowhere, well, not nowhere, LSU, seventh round of the draft, could be a real steal for this football team. All right, Q, progress report brings us to seventh round, rookie draft pick Jalen Mills out of LSU saw his most extensive action Monday night versus the Chicago Bears. Some good and some bad, yeah. but certainly more positive. You know, when they go to their sub packages, they go to nickel dime, Jalen Mills is on the field, and you're going to see a lot of him. They'll slide Brooks to the inside, and he gets on the outside and gets a lot of reaction on the outside. They had to know he would be tested all night. Quick throw out here to Eddie Royal. And the one coaching point I would make here for the young guy, just put the helmet on this side of the offensive player, and Eddie Royal spins right into that tackle. So a little bit of yep. helmet placement, and he makes that tackle. Well, and realizing where your help's coming from, you'll see it on the very next play. He does stay to the outside, forcing the running back to have to go inside where his help is. Yeah, no doubt about it. Check him out here. You got to have a short-term memory in this game, and as a corner in this league, you got to know they're going to run the ball at you to see if they're willing to come up and be physical. Nice job here from Jalen Mills. We just talked about leverage, yep. knowing where your help is coming from. Clearly, you got all the green helmets on the inside. His job is to make sure nothing gets outside of him, stay inside, force that running back in. Good job from Jalen Mills there. You watch him in the passing game, he had his ups and his downs, yep. uh, like most rookies are going to have. You watch him here, they want to take advantage of his aggressive nature. They threw a couple of these hitch routes, and so he thinks this is what he's getting here off the double move from Alshon Jeffrey. Well, he saw this route earlier in the game, a little stutter go, and he played it well. This time, he wants to gamble. He wants to jump the stop route, and right away, he knew. This is when a cornerback grunts. As a wide receiver, you want to hear him grunt because you know you've got him. Right here, he bit the cheese, and Jeffrey got behind him for a big play. Again, the thing that I like about him, though, short-term memory. Yes. That's so key. When you're a cornerback in this league, they kept trying. They kept throwing at him. He had his fair share of pass breakups. I like this play here. This is how you finish a play. Alshon Jeffrey, obviously, body placement, trying to ward him off with his left hand. Now, this is a catch, yes. just about. But because Jalen Mills finishes the play, he's able to get that hand in there at the last second and poke it out. That is the most important phase of the play, right when that ball is about to reach the receiver's hand. And you're right, he finished the play. He stride for stride with him, but when that receiver reacts to the football, so does he. He gets the football out. Great way of closing on the football. Nice outing for Jalen Mills. Some ups and some downs, but I think his future is very promising. 
Thanks so much, guys. And, you know, Glenn, when you try to build a football team, you need to have success late in the draft. Sure. And so far, Jalen, who's been fearless, he has had a short memory, he's made some mistakes, uh, encouraging signs. Yeah, I think so. He struggled early in the Chicago game, gave up the deep reception, but he hung in, uh, he improved, and he's a rookie cornerback, and that's a tough thing. He's a rookie cornerback who played a lot of safety in college. He's, there's going to be a learning curve there. But I do like his upside, and I think, you know, you survive the next couple of weeks, I think he'll be a good player. All right, Jalen Mills, somebody to watch on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Our Amoroso's on-the-menu look at what's ahead. Well, there he is, Jalen Mills with Alex Smith in crunch time. Fun stuff, right? Doug Peterson meets the media for a final time on Friday. And we've got key matchups. Joe DeCamera and I here for Eagles 360. What's your key, key matchup? Key, key matchup is going to be, I'll tell you, a key matchup is going to be Jason Kelsey at center uh, with them rushing the middle of the line, which is what they like to do. Uh, you're going to have to protect the quarterback, and I think you're going to have to protect the quarterback from the inside out this week. And, and, and two penalties on Kelsey last week. Right. Marta, pretty Doesn't solid help. performance from the offensive line. Amorosos, the reason Philly sandwiches are so famous. All right, Glenn, uh, last time I see you this week, how do the Eagles win this game? Uh, they win this game by continuing to be mistake-free, which is one of the things they've done so far. They win this game by stopping Pittsburgh on third down, which Pittsburgh has been very good at this year. Um, I think if the Eagles win the game, it's going to be have to be a bit of a shootout. I think Steelers are going to score points. They're, they're good. They're going to score somewhere in the 20s. If the Eagles cannot give up the ball, if the kid can play as well as he's played, they got a shot. All right. Glenn Macknell, thanks so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Glenn Macknell here. He'll be with us when we get back from the bye week after next week. Enjoy. Amazing. Week three bye. Anyway, thanks, Glenn. Thanks to you for joining us here on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, everyone.